This week on Listoff, we launch into our top 10 most disappointing games. How's it going, Ryan? Oof. You ready to be disappointed? Yeah. Oh, I'm, this is my life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I live a good life. I'm just yeah. joking. But uh, yeah, definitely. I think this is a great topic. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, Excellent. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So how about you? Uh, play any games this week? Oh, I guess I, I should talk about my week. I'm sorry. Because you did yeah. ask me about my week. Yes, yes. I want to hear all about it. I apologize. Um, so what wasn't disappointing about this week was getting to play Borderlands with yeah. my friend and co-host. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah that, was, so that, that was one of the few times we've actually played uh, a co-op kind of game together, I think. Yeah. So. I think Is it the only time that we've played yeah, a co-op game yeah. together? Yeah. Did you ever like? I know you've been over to my house, but did you? Did we play any co-op? I don't games? think we've ever played a video game together. Now that I don't I'm thinking think so. Back. We played board games. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We played board okay. games, and now we have played a video game together. Yeah, after, after like 13 episodes of co-hosting a podcast together. That's right. Yeah. So this was Borderlands Two. It was. What did? What did you think? This is the first time you've ever played a Borderlands game at all. Correct. Right. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so no, we haven't gotten very far, but no, but I, I have to say, once I hit level five and I was able to use like the special, and it kind of branched out into the skill tree and stuff, I see the potential of the game, right? And it's it's yeah. a, it seems like a fun grind because uh, yeah, you're it's I already like the frequency of the bosses, um, right? Like, what are we maybe three hours in, and I've already fought two bosses? Like, that's sure. pretty cool, you know. Um, so the, yeah, the, the other cool thing, so you've seen the skill tree and you can kind of spec out your character. Now you can see what's mm going to come up ahead. Uh, and there are some complicated characters, not so complicated characters, mm -hmm. but there, there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. So I, I, uh, so the first time we coordinated it and we set a scheduled time and we started playing together, Brian and I did. And then the second time I had just been playing on my own and Brian jumped in and all of a sudden I see like, Oh, you know, you've joined. Right. And I was so proud because I'm like, he's going to be like, check the, I'm going to be like, check this out. I I'm level five. Now I got this turret, you know? So I like jumped down to you and put the turret down and you like unleash this like robotic <laughs> right like, de like de demon that just like tears everybody up and makes yes. my turret look terrible oh. i'm like oh wow okay i was so, so proud of my turret for a second there i know i know you're you're playing as axed in the commando right. uh, so he has that cool turret and i'm playing as gage and she has the like digistruct robot mm -hmm. and she she is a dlc character from the past so they yeah. probably cooked her a little longer um, yeah at, yeah, yeah i had like, some cool ideas for her that was really cool it was cool she has some complicated things where she can get stacks of what's called anarchy mm -hmm. so I, I forget exactly how it works because i have never specced her in in these specific ways but there's like if you unload your clip without reloading you get like a stack of something and then that builds and builds and then you can make that do like more damage or you can make it do all sorts of different things so yeah. you're having to be cognizant of like oh like i need to not manually reload because i've got 99 stacks of anarchy and it's it's doing more damage oh that's so cool there's a lot of different things you can do with her that that are pretty fun yeah yeah sounds like already a little more a little deeper than the character i was using yeah yeah, but a fun game. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I'm not. I'll play it some more, you know, for sure. But I think until the next 
best thing comes out. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good kind of just, nah, just yeah. bread and butter game and yeah. come to it as you will. So yeah, it's fun. I like the drop in drop out aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. And once you beat it, there are like raid bosses you can do, which are pretty challenging. So yeah. did you play anything else? That's pretty much all I played this week. So I have completed Tony Hawk two. Oh, wow. Um, and then Tony Hawk one, I still have a, a few more goals in pretty much all the levels, but I got everything in Tony Hawk two. I think that's 100%. my hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Not, Ryan. not all the like challenges, like the real, mm-hmm. like they're all new challenges right. that are a little more difficult, but all the goals and, and yeah. uh, competitions yeah. and things. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Way to go. So, so you're, you're pretty it. good at that game. I, I love those games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was thinking I need to upload a clip of like doing a hundred thousand oh, plus yeah. point combo. Yeah, <laughs> you should definitely. Yeah. That's what Twitter's for. Right. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of which <laughs> we have a uh, email. If you guys ever want to reach out to us or have topics or questions, list off podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at list off podcast on Twitter at list off underscore podcast on Facebook at list off podcast. And now, we actually have a Discord too. Woohoo! Uh, list off podcast, but um, yeah, things are things are moving along here. Nice. And uh, don't forget to rate us and like tell your friends about us. That'd be cool. Yeah, you know, it's always helpful. But we just appreciate you listening as well. That's right. We're not uh, at the Patreon levels yet, but nah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just like that people listen to us. I'm exactly, happy, perfectly yeah. happy with that. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah yeah all right you want to jump into these lists let's do it let's do it okay so we're exploring our top 10 most disappointing games that's right so prepare to be very disappointed with what we have to say right and then to be clear like i said mentioned last week uh just because they're disappointing games doesn't mean they are bad games these might be good games but maybe they just didn't live up to our personal expectations of them that's right okay so starting with an honorable mention it's No Man's Sky. So I included this on here as an honorable mention because I hated this game when I first got it, and now I love it. So I don't think it deserves to be on the list like proper, uh, but it, it was definitely disappointing when I first launched it and uh, yeah, saw how barren the world was. They actually did an update yesterday, I think, called the Origins Update, where they are including a whole bunch more just like environmental things like volcanoes and tornadoes and more animals, uh, plants, all sorts of wow. different things like that. So it's more populated. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like the, I don't know, like 16th update they've done since the game came wow. out four years ago. So, so to be clear, you're disappointed in No Man's Sky from four years ago, or you're disappointed in No Man's Sky even when you booted it back up? Uh, I would say from four years ago okay. when I, I was hyped on this game. I, this is one of the few games yeah. I, when I started buying digitally and I regretted my purchase after yeah. I did that. So this was 2016 and I was like, yeah. ah, you know, they, they're, they're just like hyping it up. PlayStation's behind it. It looks awesome. And man, was I disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Well, that's good. They're adding a little bit more to it too, you know, just to make it a little more alive. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Continuing to the up the updates with that game. That's great. That's right. Yeah. So Brian, yes. my number 11, I'm sorry to be such a untitled goose here, <laughs> but uh, it's not entitled goose game. I'm just oh, I was being say. a goose, right? Cause okay. like, that's, that's the theme. 
that we're going for? No, it's not. I'm not a jerk <laughs> like a goose. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> it's not an untitled goose game, but it is a game that Brian likes that Brian recommended for me. And I also did not enjoy that much. And it was Bloodborne. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you're going like, to say Subnautica. And I was no, it was, be, no okay. Subnautica is not on my list. I like <laughs> okay, that game good. a lot. Yeah. It was Bloodborne. I really, and it's not just Brian. I, I did put a lot of blame on you, but also I was looking forward to this game. Um, right. I was a huge fan of Dark Souls and it, it it is different. And I just, you know, you hear it on all the podcasts and everybody says it. Oh, just make it past that first few hours and it's worth it. But like, I know I'm not alone in feeling this way. I don't want to make it past hours of gameplay I'm not enjoying, right? And I never had that feeling with Dark Souls. And Dark Souls, I always wanted to see what was around the corner or what like new character I'd run into or what the challenge was that's, that was coming up. I just don't get the same feeling from Bloodborne. Um, maybe it's the way the combat's designed and maybe I have Dark Souls combat locked in my head so much that it just it wasn't what I was expecting and it was disappointing for me. It's not a bad game, you know, I'm sure. I, I know it's not because people love it and swear by it and I feel and like maybe it's some, gotta be the the combat. That's probably the biggest departure between the, the two games. Yeah. Um, maybe someday I'll give it a, a another shot, you know. But um, yeah. I if you were to ask me like when, I would say it's just as likely it's never. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, have you played Demon's Souls? No, I've never played Demon's Souls, but my okay. goodness, I want yeah. to. <laughs> that reveal looks cool. So. Yeah. Hey, before we get that, into that our is... number 10, I'll tell the oh, listeners, yeah. I did pre-order something this week. Oh, right. Yeah, PS5, Brian, right? Brian knows what it is. No, actually, it's not the PS5. And no, it's not the Xbox Series anything. What it is, is the Oculus Quest 2. All right. And I cannot wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I mean, if thought... it's anything like the Quest 1, it's it's bound to be a good VR machine. It's better. Like, the resolution's better. I've been watching all sorts of videos on it yeah. this week, and man, I cannot wait. That price I bought it. Well, is I bought, insane. Yeah, and, I, and you know, I, I knew of a few games, right? Like, a, the popular VR games, Beat Saber, Super Hot, things like that, but I have never really done a lot of research into VR, and then I was doing research on Oculus Quest 2 itself, like the system, like what it is and how it improves upon the first and like the freedom of being wireless and things like that. And it was really the tech that sold me. So I went ahead and pre-ordered it. And then only after that have I started to look at games and I'm like, man, I cannot wait to start yeah. playing some of these games. Yeah. There's some cool games that I, I've always wanted to try. So yeah. I had a PSVR for a hot second because someone was selling it real cheap. Right. Um, it, it did not work for me because mm-hmm. of the amount of wires and because it was just that it's the lowest quality right. headset of, of right. like a full headset. Yes. So Quest beats that. Quest 2 is going to blow that out of the water. Yeah, yeah. I've seen like comparisons between the first one and second one and like it, it improves upon the first in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. And I feel like we are very far away from a PSVR 2 and that you're going to need a PS5. So mm-hmm. 300 bucks for just a standalone VR experience. Yeah. I'm eager to hear your thoughts. I can't. Yeah. And honestly, part of it was because of the scarcity of PS5. You know, I was going to pre order a PS5. And if I had been able to, then obviously the Quest 2 would be out of the question. Um, right. But now because I'm pre ordering a Quest 2, the PS5 is out of the question for a little while. And I feel like it saved me from, from myself in a lot of ways. Like the Quest 2 already has an extensive library, whereas the PS5, it's like I'd really be spending 
six hundred dollars to play two games. Right. You know, so yeah. Well, you you did your pre-order debacle. My next one is coming up with the Uh-oh. RTX 3070 card. That's that's the one that I'm wanting. Yeah. They're going to start that in October at some point. So Good luck. Man, the the $1500 cards, the 3090 just uh opened up pre-orders mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. It was sold out in minutes. A $1500 yeah. card. Yeah. Well, because I, it's going to be a lot that. more than that on eBay now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was so. going to say, uh, follow Wario64 on Twitter and turn those yeah. notifications on. I'll probably have to end up doing that. So, yeah. All right. Well, my number 10 mm-hmm. of the most disappointing games. Uh, so this one comes from Platonic Games, and it is Ukulele. Oh, yeah. So this is a studio that was created from the people who originally created and worked on uh, at rare and on banjo kazooie your favorite so, i know i know i had this is i had some pretty high expectations i can see why game. like knowing you and your t- your affinity towards banjo kazooie yeah exactly I can see why so it, it launched on kickstarter and i immediately backed it because they nice. were saying all the right things it's a 3d platformer it's the naming conventions the same the fonts that they use are the same in the in the game and uh, in the text and everything, mm-hmm. everything looked good, and I got it and played it, and it just it feels fine. It feels like a 3D platformer, but the worlds were just so uninspired. the mm-hmm. The different tasks that you do were incredibly boring, and it just it didn't live up to what I was looking for. I was looking for that collectathon Banjo Kazooie game. Now they have since made Ukulele in the Impossible Lair, which is basically like Tropical Freeze. Mm-hmm. So it's a 2D game, and that game shines. I, I really I've like heard, that. I have yeah, that on I've heard Switch. Very good things, yeah. Yeah. So they they basically used all the same assets, tech, whatever, and yeah. made kind of the the game that they probably should have yeah. to begin I, with. I remember when Ukulele was being released, and I had a wait and see approach to it, and I'm glad I did because every review I read about it boy, the reviewer wanted to like it so badly. They were finding yep. like all the positive things they could find about it. But in the end, every single one of them was like, oh, I really wanted to love this game, but I just yeah. can't. That's it. Yeah. So I don't know what's next for them. You know, they they kind of righted the ship with, with their impossible lair, but we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Moving on to my number 10. do 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 it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES, uh, the first game. Have you played okay. this game? I don't. I don't know that I have because I played the arcade game. Yeah, which so, was the sequel. Right. So this game was okay. It's not a terrible game, but um, the arcade game was out, and uh, I thought I was getting the arcade. Game. Oh no! So little. Well, oh. so, did my, so did my mom. Oh, so little I child see. me goes home and plugs this in to the Nintendo, and I'm just like waiting for it to turn into the arcade game, oh, which no. it did not. But it, it wasn't a terrible game. I still played it a lot because it was the Ninja Turtles, right? And it right. was it was decent. Um, yeah, but I thought it would be the same game. I was expecting oh. a different one, and it wasn't. Your disappointment uh, stemmed entirely from the wrong thing. Well, oh, not entirely. I mean, it's a pretty disappointing game to begin I see. with. Like, okay. You know, it, it it tries a lot of cool things. It has like a swimming level, which is just annoying and terrible yep. well it's like <laughs> a swimming level where you're surrounded by these uh, like electric seaweed where you can't swim into it it's Ugh. it's hard and then they they do like a vehicle level too and 
it, it's just they don't do any of it well, you know. Right. And uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's very disappointing. I don't, I don't think I have any any games on my list that are mistaken. Like I thought I was getting a different game, so that that's interesting. A, a different kind of uh, disappointment. Oh, it was a huge huge disappointment for me. Wow. Plus, like it, like I said, it wasn't that good of a game. So as a whole, the fact that you know we went out and bought this game and we were left right. with something that I played it. You know, what yeah. can I say? Like, I can't, it, this tells you how disappointing the right. game is that the only thing I can say about it is I played it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I want to do a quick aside because I, I, now that you're saying all this, uh, so I subscribe to Nintendo power mm-hmm. and yeah. I love the rare games and would read them every month. And I went to Toys R Us when I was a kid one day and Conker's Bad Fur Day was on the shelf. And I was like, oh, I know Conker. He's from Diddy Kong Racing. I love him. He's a little squirrel. <laughs> you know, he had a Game Boy Color game. He's, he's so cute and fun. And I, I reached for it. I, I don't know how old I was at the time. But as I reached for it, the Toys R Us employee said, oh, no, you can't, you can't touch that game. You can't be near that game. It is intended for mature audiences. And I was like, I've never even heard of this game. Nintendo Power hasn't gone over it at all. <laughs> and so I was disappointed to, to not be able to play that game. And then I, I immediately tried to look into it and realized, oh, yeah, yeah this is not a game for me. <laughs> not for kids, no. no. Not so. at all. The all right, well. Poo. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a good thing that I didn't play it. So. Yeah. Here it's a good game, but uh, all right. So my number nine is Far Cry Five. So the disappointment here stems from the fact that I loved three, mm-hmm. I loved four, okay. and was expecting five to kind of follow that. But I don't know what it was about it. It just did not hold my attention the same way the other ones did. Right. Um, I think the setting had a lot to do with it. You know, three was on a tropical island. Four was. Uh, Himalayas, I think, kind of mm-hmm. like icy yeah. zones. This was just America, and it was not exciting. It was like Montana, way, wasn't form. it? Right, right. Yeah. So just Midwest, like boring. Here's there was some, this whole yeah. cult factor that just was not interesting. And right. I was probably just it was like kind it was of, like Jared Leto's cult, wasn't it? Basically, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he has a cool haircut, so people like him. Right, right. That that yeah, that's what they were going for. So uh I it just it it did not hold for me. Um and I think I was probably just like far cried out at that point, but right. yeah. yeah. I mean, it, from what I've heard those games are extremely similar, so it might just be fatigue. Yeah. But uh also the setting, I'm sure played a role. Right. Yeah, I I didn't take you for a Far Cry fan. Oh really? Oh yeah. man! Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, open worlds, uh, kind of that collectathon nature. Yeah. Three was great because you could just drive around and and you know skin animals, get bigger wallets, <laughs> and whatever. Right, right. Uh, I I played all the different Far Cry uh, games before that too, and and really liked them. Mm. I played Far Cry th- too. I think that yeah. might be the last Far Cry I played, and it was good. It was a good game. It's fun. Yeah, that is very different. Yeah. Starting yeah. with three, it, it goes on a very different path. Oh, interesting. So my number nine, Brian. Yes. Is Majora's Mask. <gasps> oh, yeah, no. I know. And okay, so collectively, is this a good game? listeners turned off the podcast. Oh. So it's not a bad game at all. Okay. okay. Like, I, I know that. And um, after Ocarina, it was not what I expected, though. Yes. You know, I really thought I'd be getting Ocarina of Time 2. 
Right. And uh, it, this was definitely not that. Uh, the time mechanic made me put down the controller after about five hours of playtime. <gasps> Uh, when I when I first got it, you know, I yeah. was a preteen, right? I couldn't, uh, I just couldn't get over that restart that took away like my progress. You know, if I hadn't completed something significant by the end of that third day, it was like, what if I was? And sometimes you're close, and you just right. don't get it done, and it was very frustrating for me. Um, and I put in hundreds and hundreds of hours into Ocarina. I wish they had like game timers for that. You know, I know, yeah, but uh. I really expected to enjoy this game, but honestly, I just, I couldn't, it, it was too much for me. And it was sure. so far from what I wanted at that time and what I was expecting at that time. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I was only able to play through it and enjoy it because of the age that I was where I had just ample time. Yeah. If I were to try to jump into that now, I don't think I would enjoy it at all. I don't have time to just be, you know, this clock dictating everything that's going on right. yeah no i mean i was young i was young when i played it yeah when, but it, yeah. it didn't it was like it stressed me out i don't know what I it see. was even then it was like too much for me i was like uh, i can't deal okay. with this i don't need gotcha <laughs> i don't need deadlines i'm a kid so you're not a pikmin fan either are you i like the first pikmin okay yeah yeah I did like so the first there's pikmin. some time limits there too that are yeah you know yeah and they get like stressful yeah right but it's, i don't know i felt like it was different you know yeah. Yeah. Maybe because like as much of your progress wasn't being erased, right? That's true. Yeah. 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 Okay. So moving on to my number eight. Yeah, let's just move right past that. Let's quickly <laughs> as quickly as we can. <laughs> hey, I, I'm a Majora's Mask fan. I, I think I I yeah like will have that with me now. Yeah. Um it was weird and yeah. I think I appreciated that weirdness a lot. For sure. For so. sure. But my number eight is Borderlands 3. Wow. I know, I know. So That's this, is, this is because Borderlands 2 I was really impressed with. Um, so I was going back and forth with, do I put Borderlands 3 or do I put some of the DLC of Borderlands 2 that didn't quite live up? But I think mm-hmm. the full-fledged Borderlands 3 experience, really, I, I had been looking forward to this for years. Um, y- you always knew it was coming. They hadn't announced it but the moment they announced it i was psyched they were saying all the the right things they were describing the way that the uh multiplayer worked which i think borderlands you have to play multiplayer right uh to get like the full experience yeah and i loved the fact that you could jump in and like i could be level 50 and you could be level two and we could still have a good time which borderlands 2 doesn't do that very well right um so you know, you can jump in and both of us can still be effective. And the the shared loot was good. So, you know, if, if a, a raid boss dropped a really cool gun, we both would get it. And, oh, that's cool. you know, there, there are little improvements like that that make it a, a better game, but the story and the characters and the, the, play, the playable characters just were not as interesting to me. Oh. And I think that combination just... I, I put in probably 25 hours and just stopped. Oh. That was it. I mean, that's pretty also, good. 25 hours isn't bad. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it was plagued with issues for frame rate and just bugs oh. galore. Um, oh. Ka- so Kayla and I played it split screen. Um, and if you opened up, if anyone opened up the pause menu, 
be prepared to wait like five to six seconds to be able to do anything. Oh no. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Split screen probably just compounded those issues too. It did. I mean, it was, it was still prevalent if you played single player, but it was just, it was an unplayable mess if you tried to, to play co-op. Oof. Oof. So, uh, moving on to my number eight, Brian. So I got a PlayStation. I was a late adopter, right? I think like 2018, right? And, uh, you know, by the time I got it, Resident Evil 2 was already out. Uh, God of War was already out. Spider-Man was already out. Like all these huge first-party Sony games were already out, and I didn't have the chance to be like that day one adopter who was like up on it, you know? So I said the next big Sony game that's coming out, I'm going to be a day one adopter, and I'm going to be all over it. Do you know what it was? It was Days uh, Gone. I was going to say, Days Gone came out around that time. Well, it was a little later, but yeah. yeah. But it was one that I was actually really looking forward to. I'm like, it's got zombies. It's got a motorcycle. Right. It's got, what's that actor's name that I like? You know what I'm talking about. He plays Darth, Darth Maul in the uh, Clone Wars series. Anyway. Um, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. He's in Battlestar Galactica, too. The guy's been in everything. He's been in uh. Dexter. He was in... I feel like I'm missing a major thing here that he did. Oh, he did this Force Unleashed games. Like, I I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's the same guy. I don't know I'm either. But like, I'm just telling you, it's yeah. the guy. Huh. So anyway, I was looking forward to this game. It also seemed to have like a very emotional story, like very Last of Us ish, you know, right? Uh, in tone and seriousness. And I'm not in the camp of labeling this a bad game. I definitely had all the things that I was looking forward to it having. It had a crafting system. It had cool like people in the world. It had an emotional story. But man, there are points in this game where it is just too long and super boring. Oh. And that killed it for me. I haven't beaten it yet. I played probably you know 30 hours, which tells you something too. This game is extremely long. Like oh, I played man. 30 hours and I felt like maybe I was halfway through the story. Which is wow. good, right? Like a lot of content's good, but when you look at my th- thirty hours of gameplay, and ten of it was probably just like riding around the wilderness of Oregon on a motorcycle, right? You know, kind of <laughs> maybe a bit too much of that going on. Yeah, some but padding was, in there. It had these really cool aspects, like the hordes were really, really neat. You know, you could kind of strategize. Okay, like they're in this cave, so if I call them out, I could set up bombs here, here, here that'll explode, and blah, blah, blah. And taking down a horde was one of the coolest aspects of the game, and a really rewarding feeling. You probably don't run into a horde for the first like ten to fifteen hours of the game. Oh wow! Yeah, and huh. you don't have the means of taking one on for that long either. So that was one of the main things that they were touting with right? this game. Right. Mm. And uh yeah, it just it was too it was a slow too slow of a burn. It's not a bad game. Like yeah. I, I do plan on picking it back up eventually, but it's just uh Would you was, recommend people play it? Because it is gonna be included in the PlayStation yeah. oh, my God. collection. Absolutely. If you could get it for free, like yeah. as a part of PlayStation Plus, play this game. You won't be disappointed for free at, at, okay. at all. It's a triple A game. Like right. but first being a day one adopter and spending yeah. 60, 60 bucks on it, you might be a little bit disappointed. <laughs> I think it sold well too. Like yeah. it wasn't a, a failure. Yeah. So, and it's not bad. That's the thing. Like it's one of those things, like you're perfectly fine playing it. Yeah. You know, but that's not what I want from a game. Right. It's day one and I spent the money and I pre-ordered it. Like, I don't want to be like, 
yeah, this is fine. I want to be <laughs> like, this is wonderful. I'm loving it. You know, all the, I mean, all the that feelings was, you get from good games. That was the launch of the PS4 for me because I had Assassin's Creed and Battlefield. And I was like, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't really play these games, but it's all that's available. So I right. guess that's what I'll play. Like, it's, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, then moving on to my number seven. A lot of rare games on here rare oh. rare t- style games so this game is too much credit brian i know i know well they disappointed me big time with Star Fox adventures so this this was another case of i kind of thought they were going to go with the same genre and they didn't this is not a Star Fox game proper you're not flying around except for a couple different missions right and it was more like a zelda game which also sounds cool but it does it does not hit like a zelda game hits um it was annoying with the the voice actors that you, you're bringing around this uh i don't know i forget the the dinosaur's name but the little triceratops right there was just annoying missions with that it was kind of convoluted what you were having to do sometimes i, I remember getting stuck a lot and that was not a fun feeling hmm. Uh, so just just little things like that, and and I think initially going into it thinking like, this is a rare game. It's Star Fox. I, I should like this. And I think the other big thing was this was one of the last games that was promised before Microsoft bought Rare. Right. Right. So I was thinking like, oh, okay. Well, this is this should still be the same people and, and good. Yeah, it's like a swan song, if anything. Right. Exactly. Like you leave on a high note. Yeah. Right. I I was expecting all of those things. And it it just did not deliver. Is is this the one where like in the beginning you're flying for a very short period of time and it's actually really good, and then the rest of the game you like never fly again? Right. I think there's a couple other instances later, but yeah, I, if yeah. I remember correctly, you do. It's like yeah, some flying yeah. ship, and Ugh. then you're in the R wing and all that. Yeah. But uh, man, it just not did not hit for me. Yeah. No, and I, I think I that. rented it too, so it was like. Ugh. Uh okay. Which, which kind of like to rent soft, it a, yeah, but I, I rented it a couple times, like hoping, like okay, like we're going somewhere with this, and I, I want this mm-hmm. to be what I want. But it maybe it'll save itself work. in the third act. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Did you ever play it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But just wait. <laughs> so going into my number seven. Yes. It is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that one, actually. Yeah, so I don't have much to say about the game, but I remember, because I really didn't play much of it. I bought it, but I didn't play much of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember being like really, really excited about me as a Nintendo order, like finally getting to play a Final Fantasy again. <laughs> um, I haven't looked any of this up, but I remember that for a long time before this, they were coming out with on the PlayStation. It was like fi- after Final Fantasy VII, all these Final Fantasy games were PlayStation games. And I had loved the Final Fantasies that were on the NES and SNES. And then it's like, oh, Nintendo's getting another one. Like, we're getting another Final Fantasy. Here it comes, guys. So I was excited. I bought it. I remember playing maybe an hour, and it was like I it none of it made sense to me. I couldn't, like, figure out the game. Right. And I don't know. It was a different time in my life. If this is an easy game to figure out, then, like, Maybe I'm dumb, or maybe like oh. younger Ryan was dumb, but I just it wasn't just the inability to like figure it out. It was like I didn't even want to, right? I didn't want to learn the menus. I didn't want to learn the systems. It was just unappealing across the board. 
And um, this is what was I was left with after like, and I think this really turned me off from Final Fantasy as a franchise because after those SNES games, I really didn't get into any of them. And it was mostly because of like, this was my shot to get back into it. And man, right. man, did they blow it. Uh, <laughs> it I boggles being... my mind that they're remaking this game. I, yeah, I was just going to say they're like, remaking it. I, who made that decision and why like are they going to try to make a good version of this game well that's the thing i remember being excited for the gba integration where you could have your connect the the game boy to this and and have like a second screen experience yeah i don't remember what it did but i just like i wanted to do that i wanted to do that with every single gamecube game ever Right. Right. Like, let me get that tingle. Yeah. <laughs> tingle, tuner. tingle tuner. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, I want to do it with Animal Crossing, swipe the little cards. And right. Yeah. I went full bore on Perfect Dark for N64. Yeah. I got the Game Boy Color game because there was some integration. Yeah. Uh, I It was with the transfer pack. Right. So right. the one from Pokemon Stadium, you could get some mm-hmm. like unlock and and that oh, was it cool. but i was i was very excited for that yeah yeah so number seven final fantasy crystal chronicles boo wow okay so don't buy the remake i feel like i finally get to let loose because the rest of the games i'm like up to this point i was like well they're not bad games they were just disappointing for me but no this game sucked yes <laughs> <laughs> and it feels good to say that nice well, speaking of Perfect Dark, oh, my number six. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, it, it is Perfect Dark Zero. Uh, I almost and, put it online. Yeah, so this, man, Perfect Dark. I, I put some time into that game. It was the better version of GoldenEye because it had way more stuff you could do. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if it was a better campaign, but it was equally as good. They were both really good campaigns. You had cool co-op options you had counter op you had an amazing combat simulator yeah and then again i don't it it really made me think like man microsoft really screwed up everything (laughs) and perfect dark zero you know i didn't get a a 360 at launch but i got it very soon after and i picked up this game who was this published by again this is published by Rare. Oh, okay. I'm they just, they, yeah, have, they I have a lot of... Yeah. Well, no, hold on. Developed by Rare. Developed published by, by Rare. Microsoft. So. My apologies. My apologies. Yeah. But, so Microsoft yeah. is to blame. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. So th- this game, it was bad because, number one, the controls were awful. This was when we were getting into dual stick shooters, and Halo had already proven that this can be done on a console very easily Mm -hmm. but perfect dark was stuck in the past with how it was operating control wise and mission wise you were still having to do missions and maybe this says more about what what the games of the past were you still had to do the missions in order from like goldeneye where it's like hey throw a covert modem on on the the wall and that's objective a and objective b and they kept that and it's not fun to play in in our current world and and even when this game came out so just all those reasons uh they they changed the look they changed the look of the characters and and joanna dark herself and it all just was a mess yeah, this is one of the most disappointing games ever. I think if you were to ask like journalism journalists, right, gaming journalists, they'd probably right. 
this would come up in the conversation for sure. Yeah. 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 And it, and it, it was all stemming for me from the perfect dark perfection. Yeah. I was looking forward to that. So, yeah, yeah. that's a bummer. It's yeah. a bummer. They remade perfect dark original for Xbox arcade. So they redeemed it there. Yeah. Was it good? It was good. It was awesome. It was oh, a cool. great, like if you want to play perfect dark nowadays, you should play it on Xbox arcade. Oh, cool. Very cool. So moving on to my number six, Brian. Yeah. It's a Star Fox game. Okay. <laughs> it's called Star There's Fox. a lot of bad ones. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of bad ones. So this one that I'm speaking of is Star Fox Zero. Okay. It's for the Wii U. Uh, it came with a pack in if you of Star Fox Guard, which was actually like a surprisingly good tower defense game. Right. You like control these little cameras. It was it was pretty good. That but, was actually uh, like a a uh, prototype thing that they were showing off the Wii U, and then they put the Star Fox branding on it. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was cool. The the guard was cool. Zero, right. like, oh man, I remember watching. This was it. Like this was. Everything leading up to the game, it was like, we are reclaiming Star Fox. Like, this is Star Star Fox as you knew him and as you loved him, just like the Nintendo 64. Like, you're going to love this. And the footage looked really good. It was like, oh, man. Like, they even had some of the same levels. It was like, oh, this is like a pseudo remake, which, like, I'm cool with. Like, you could give me Star Fox 64 with better controls and up, like, graphics. The problem is... It was worse controls, <gasps> way, way worse controls. Wow. This game was, it was a chore to play. And they was had- Was it dependent s- on the gamepad for, it for was, a lot? Yeah, yeah. So movement was the gamepad. Oh, god. So like you could fly, but like steering and aiming your gun was like moving the gamepad physically. Oh, forget it. Not like any button. It was physically moving the gamepad. Like you're, like you're in a cockpit, Brian. <laughs> Doesn't that sound so amazing? Oh, yes. In practice, it is the worst thing you've ever experienced. Oh, gosh. Is, and especially because like Star Fox is quick. It is a fast game. Yeah. Like you need to be able to move your turret and shoot the things you need to shoot and dodge the things you need to dodge. And you just couldn't with controls like this. I bet there are people out there who are like whizzes at it, but like <laughs> for the average gamer, this was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I mean, really, the disappointing Star Fox game is every single game after Star Fox 64. Right. But that's the lesson. This is the one I chose. I threw a dart at the board and it stuck <laughs> to Star Fox Zero. So, yeah. Well, I threw the dart a little earlier with Star Fox Adventures and <laughs> there you go. that one hit me in the eye so <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> all right well my number five is tony hawk hd wow so this was the kind of remake, remake yeah. that they did uh, i think it was before tony hawk 5 mm-hmm. and it was done by some different developer yeah. and they were just saying like, yep, this is Tony Hawk's pro skater remade. So it's just got better graphics and uh, yeah, give us X amount of dollars. And I bought it on steam mm-hmm. thinking, Oh, this is fantastic. I, I want to replay Tony Hawk. I haven't played him in a long time. Yeah. And yeah, it, it does not get the feel. That is the disappointment. The feel, it does not feel like Tony Hawk. That's all it had to do. And it failed miserably. Yeah. And the so, new game did not. <laughs> the new game did not. So, yeah. you know, we, we've got what we need now, but that was a waste of money back then. I also feel like, did it incorporate like the manuals and things like that? Because they were not in the original Tony Hawk game. And I'm so happy that they're in this remake. Right. 
Uh, it just makes Tony Hawk Pro Skater one more play more playable. Did you know, the- if I had played a little more, I could tell you. But I <laughs> it, it, I played pro- probably like an hour, and it it just did not do wow. it for me. That is yeah. disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's important, like you said, for the the games now to include the manuals, reverts, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, because it's just like, yeah, I want to string around these yeah. huge combos, exactly. and that's the only way to do it. Exactly. You know, in the side note, um, I'm not. I don't consider myself like a complainer in in real life, but it feels good to to get this off my chest. I don't know if you're getting the same feeling. No, but, no, uh, yeah, okay. I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> No, these these games they need to be rigged <laughs> yeah. through the coals here. Yeah, for and, sure, for sure. Yeah, they they've gotten it before, but yeah, yeah personally have to do it here. So my number five, Brian, is a game called. I've talked about it a lot lately on the podcast. Actually, it's mm. called Limbo. Ah, okay. This game, like I, I played Little Nightmares. I know I've said this like over <laughs> and over, but I expected a Little Nightmares esque game, right? With like obviously a different like visual art style. Um, But this is such a subpar version of that. And there's, there was so much like hype around it. Cause limbo had been out since I, when I played it, it had been out for years and years and years. And there was just so, so much hype around it that Mm -hmm. like, I was really excited to finally play it. You know, it was like checking something off my bucket list, my gaming bucket list. And man, I was so supremely disappointed. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like I was playing like a flash game from the early 2000s. Uh, yeah, I I could get that feeling. It, and, I played it, it when it first came out and I think there was more novelty mm-hmm. around that and now games have done that better, so Yeah. And I yeah. mean people loved this game. People reviewed it so well and I don't see why. I just don't. And like maybe that's hindsight, you know, maybe that's because I have the gift of hindsight here, but like oh. Yeah. It's not even clever. Like some of the puzzles are, they think they're being clever. And this is terrible because I know somebody like put a lot of love into making this game. Right. And, and now he's making other games that are great, but at least I've heard from inside is great, you know? Yeah. But um, it's just one of those things where like, it's tedium. It's not cleverness in the puzzle design. And like, did that, you beat it? I did. Yeah. Okay. I, I was going to say, yeah. I thought it got a little better towards the end and, and a little more clever, but it's, it's been since it came out. There are moments, like there are moments, there are those aha moments. Like, right. you know, there are puzzles definitely like I'm not totally crapping on the game. There are those puzzles and rooms where you're like, it, it's very fluid. The process of figuring out like, Oh, this goes there, that goes there. Then when I do this and boom, like problem solved. And it's like a rewarding feeling when you do that. But I feel like those that feeling is few and far between for the most part. It's like easy, like just platforming. Right. Or it's like difficult for no good reason, you know, not like logic to its difficulty. Yeah. And I think that irks me a little bit. I see. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever re- revisit it. I don't yeah. have any desire. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well then my number four is Resident Evil <gasps> 6. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 6 was a bad game. Yes. I'm going to come out and say that. Okay. Uh, I Do you feel like a third of the game was good? Like Leon sections? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, even then, I, I remember not really being into it. No, I agree. Um, 
but yeah, Resident Evil 6, it fell victim to the same thing where I was like, Resident Evil 4, great, love it. Resident Evil 5, I I liked that game. I played that game co-op and was really into it. And I was just expecting more from Resident Evil 6 and it completely fell off and did not live up to my expectations at all. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, didn't make my list though. Yeah. Did yeah, you have any hype surrounding it? Not really. No, I okay. think I think the writing was on the wall for this game. Like, yeah. it, it seemed, you know, four I felt like was good, but it was also like, oh, okay, like a little different. And then five was like, whoa, like they're really they're going down this road. And by the time six came to pass, it was like oh, I kind of know what to expect here. Like, yeah, you know, it's going to be action, right? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that so that was for five. I enjoyed, um, and I think it was best with a buddy. Yeah, and six. Yeah, it was right, awful. Like, <laughs> five, five was good. Five had its moments, you know, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um. Just yeah, I feel like with six, I just I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember there being kind of this, um, I like media was kind of portraying it like, oh, this game might be problem, like a problem, you know, like it seemed like there was buzz, negative buzz before the game was released. There was definitely negative buzz. There there were things that were making me question, should I get this game? Mm -hmm. I I ultimately ignored that for whatever reason and Mm -hmm. was left with this, this mess of a game. But (laughs) yeah. 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 Learned my lesson. Did you though? I mean, I'm still buying Resident <laughs> Evil games, so yeah. maybe not. Right. I, I do wait uh, a little longer now to, to see if I should buy them, though. Considering we, all, we were both able to come up with 11 games that disappointed us, we may not be learning our lesson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, my number four is one where I should have known better by this point in my life, but I didn't. <laughs> and it was Mario Tennis Aces for the Nintendo Switch. Ah, uh, I thought it would be like a viable competitive game. I don't know. You know my Splatoon thing, right? Right. Um, so I thought it would be like the tennis version of that or like Smash Brothers where you got your main and everybody has these different, you know, because the characters were different, right? I played the demo and I really enjoyed it. I won some tournaments and uh, I saw the potential for there to be like a deeper system that involves strategy in these matches. Yeah. Uh, it ended up that the characters weren't balanced at all. <laughs> and it, if you were the player who didn't know how to cheese everything, then like you were just going to have a bad time playing the right. game. Like if you came into that game to play online and actually play like real tennis there were people who knew ways around that wow. and, uh, knew where to hit the ball how to hit the ball and like to where you weren't going to get to it you know and um yeah if you didn't know how to cheese it your opponent did and uh the story like they had an adventure mode in this and it was fine like i had a good time with it i played it but um as a whole it was not the experience i was expecting it wasn't worth the money i spent on it and right I ended up returning it, and I, d- I no longer own it. What were had you played other Mario tennis games and liked them? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had played Mario tennis games in the past, and and I also feel like those were you know because of the time they came out. I enjoyed the GameCube Mario tennis, and I don't. It would it even be really playable right now in today's sure. gaming landscape? No, no, it would. <laughs> it's not something I would enjoy currently. But at the time it came out, it was a good time. Yeah, and uh. Yeah, I mean, this was not... I, I didn't have as much fun with this game as I remember having with the GameCube one. Yeah, even. exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, Nobody my... 
I don't no, think I anybody likes Mario Tennis Ace to Switch. I hate that game. Uh, so my number three on the on the Borderlands train. Oh wow! So Borderlands two loved it. Looking right. forward to Borderlands three. What game am I going to play in between? But Battleborn. No and, way. Oh yeah. I was excited for Battleborn. I was one of the fools who was excited for Battleborn. <laughs> and it was because of Borderlands. Holy it was the folks. same developer. I was thinking, man, th- this looks this really cool. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, th- there's all this, all this co- like cool characters and they all do the different stuff and they're like fun and, and right. weird, like different things going on. They all have like different character stories. That's great. And I got into the demo, the beta, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it was um, just a complete mess. There was no like battleborn, no clear thing that I was supposed to be doing. The the screen just had mm-hmm. all this HUD stuff that was going on. I could not make any sense of it. I didn't know if I was playing with real people, real or bots. Yeah. And I just hated all the gameplay surrounding it. Yeah, I never even picked the game up. But this this is all coming from the demo. I'm I'm wow. saying. And it, it turned me off from, from the game and I, I just, I could not stand it. And then I found out that Overwatch was this other cool game that was doing <laughs> exactly what this game was trying right. to do, right. but it did it right. Did it well, and I, yeah. I moved over to Overwatch. Well, and, and At least that was, you, you yeah. made the right call there. It was, it was a good decision. So I wasn't like laughing at you, even though there's good reason to, but I feel like I found a <laughs> unicorn. Like I found someone who played Battleborn. Are you serious? This yeah, is incredible. Man. This I, is incredible to me. I was, you're the, you're I the first so person I know that has played Battleborn. It's awful. I think you can get that game like a month after it came out for like two dollars. It was it yeah, was so bad. It was like immediate. They already They're shut like, down Please, the servers. We need a player base. Yeah, it was bad. Nope. That's incredible. I can't believe yeah. you played that game. Yeah. No, it it was wow. it was awful. That's how much I love Borderlands, man. <laughs> yeah. God, really? For one good game though? You've really only said you'd like Borderlands two. I like Borderlands one, and then Borderlands two improved, and I, I like Borderlands three, but mm. it's I, I think I'll return to Borderlands three probably on PC mm. where it's nice and buttery smooth, and I can I did like um, the intro to Borderlands two that got me like yeah. jamming. You know? Yeah, it's no, cool. they they, yeah. they play a good game. Yeah, um, yeah. so yeah, may, maybe eventually, and they're gonna add cross play and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. So you want to talk about what? doesn't make a good game <laughs> all right my number three so do you, you remember uh playstation 2 era right rockstar games coming off of gta 3 which yeah. like i played i don't know if you know this about me but gta 3 was a huge part of that time in my gaming life yeah uh, i put I, I saw everything, every inch of that city. I saw yep. everything there was to see in GTA 3, and I loved every minute of it. Rockstar Games is coming out with a new game. It's called State of Emergency. It looks edgy and, uh, mm. and like, fun. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it did. Look, trailers I am make unfamiliar games, with this. Trailers make games look good. So, yeah. oh, I, really, I, I'm glad. This is great. <laughs> You're you're on the right side of history for being unfamiliar with this. I, however, am on the wrong side of history because I played this game and I played a lot of it because I was like, well, it's the same developer and it's also like violent, right? Like GTA 3. So it's 
it's kind of like GTA three. And I put more time into this than I should have. It had this cool message of like, you're like a freedom fighter fighting against this, like totalitarian government. Right. And, you know, it was very arcadey, but it was, it wasn't a fun game. It was bad. It was like, there was a time timer. I, I loosely remember like the, there were different characters you could choose and they all had different things they did. Um, which were kind of like class and beat, classic beat em up style, but it was like only one player at a time, so you couldn't like do co op beat em up, right? Yeah. And it was like all these needless like missions you're doing with a time limit. So it was like go to this place on the map and really just do this thing, or like some really stupid task where in the storyline you're helping the rebels, right? Beat the government, but like it really didn't matter. You were running from here to the map to there on the map and like stopping the enemy, killing the enemies that were in your way. And then the enemies would get tougher and there'd be more of them and blah, blah, blah. But like the gameplay wasn't fun. It was just, it was such a drag because it was just such like a not, not a fun game, not a fun time, not a well-developed game, not a well-thought-out game. And after something like GTA 3, which literally revolutionized gaming, like not even using that lightly, that is literal. That's what that game did. It was like this. This is what I'm left with, <laughs> and I was really excited about it. Were you expecting GTA in terms of like a, an open world and stuff? I was expecting the quality of GTA. I see. Um, I wasn't. You know, it, it was apparent it was going to be different, but I expected it to be good. Right. And it wasn't. Man, this one flew under my radar, and I'm glad it did. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Oof. All right, well, man, some of these are breaking my heart now that I'm looking at them. Seriously. We're in the top two now. Yeah. yeah. This is it, yeah. So my number two is Mass Effect 3. Wow, okay. And You tried telling I, me this was good. So hold on. The caveat here is the ending. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're familiar with the, the yeah. lore surrounding the ending, but it really did culminate into you need to choose one of three ways to go. They're all mm-hmm. in front of you. It's green, blue, and red. What do you, what do you want to do? You're going to get the same end result no matter what, but we're going to give you this little movie that plays and that's the end of the game. And I think they've fixed it at this point. I think mm-hmm. they've added a little more experience in there. I have not played it since the game came out, but I remember just thinking like I have a character from Xbox 360 original mm-hmm. Mass Effect that I've brought through three games and this is what I'm left with. I love it the game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I love the game. Yeah. I love Mass Effect 3. I love yeah. everything about like the the combat, the the story except the end. It, right. That was the disappointing part. I and I don't know that. if that's fair to the game, but it, it definitely rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And I'm interested to play it again if they do like the trilogy and maybe they yeah. fixed it. But you definitely weren't alone in that sentiment. Right. You know, it was, was it was a disappointing moment <laughs> that like shattered yeah. that that whole franchise for me. I went through like a mix of emotions being the person not playing Mass Effect 2. Ah, or Mass Effect, right. the series, I should okay. say. Um, so when Mass Effect 2 came out, I was like, damn, like this sucks. I'm the person yeah. not playing Mass Effect and I really should be. And right. then when Mass Effect 3 came out, it was like, I knew I shouldn't have been playing that game. <laughs> you <laughs> what were a waste of time. All these so, people put so much into it for what? 
I'm kidding. And I, I, I would say, like, I am, I am glad that I played through all those games. I am glad that I missed out on Andromeda because that sounds like it's, oh. it, it's, a, it's own other mess. Yeah. So I, I learned a lesson, but, <laughs> you know, it yeah. was play a good game, get a bad ending. Yeah. yeah. And you did learn a lesson too, because, you know, whereas with Battleborn, you were like, oh, this developer, I'm going to buy their game. You didn't do it with Mass Effect and you avoided <laughs> Anthem. Which is yeah, like, we're getting yeah. smarter here, Brian. Exactly. Well, I mean, I did. I I fumbled from Borderlands two to Battleborn to Borderlands three. So, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe like yeah. half yeah. half lessons. Borderlands three still has potential to yeah. to get off this list. Well, we're taking so. baby steps. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is a different take on a disappointing game. This is the game that never will be. And it is the Silent Hill game that will oh, never come no. to pass. Uh, PT. Yeah, PT was super. I have amazing. it. And I have it on my PS4. All you're left with is a very expensive PS4. <laughs> Should I sell my PS4 because it has you PT on it? Probably could get a pretty penny. But I actually played it the other day because I was like, does you. this still work? Oh, yeah, it does. I can play That's this. awesome. And then I promptly turned it off because it was and, so scary. And the hype may have died down now. I don't know if you could get a ton of cash like you were right. at the, you know, when all the news was breaking that like the game was canceled and Kojima left uh, Konami and all that. Sure. But yeah, like this, this was a game I was extreme. So I played a lot of Silent Hill 1, 2, and 3. Um, I did play some some of the games after that, but they were disappointing. They were not the same. Um, And this was it. This was like the return to Silent Hill. And uh, all this talk of Kojima teaming up with Guillermo del Toro and Norman Reedus was going to star in it. And you had like this kind of like short, you had a few images leaked, right? And it was, there was a lot of hype about this game building up and um yeah, all that drama came to pass, right? And and like now we're left with a demo. We're left with PT, which like yeah, it's good. But what is PT like? It's did not you the... play it. I thought you had a PS4 after. I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, oh, but I mean, okay. I've seen PT. I know yeah. what PT is. I've probably watched people play PT. Yeah, dozens of times, right? It is very scary. This is the epitome of scary. I'd love to play it in VR. If it, oh my but, god! But hey, guess what? It's never going to come to pass. Just like right. the Silent Hills game, it will never come to pass. Like it's just, it's extremely disappointing. Um, I feel like these more like Resident Evil Two was a great return to survival horror right. uh, for what Resident Evil was to the survivor horror genre. But Silent Hill was something different from Resident Evil, and I really wanted that again. And and PT was that i mean it was that like unsettling like eeriness right. you know not like that resident evil's always been like the more violent like oh you can fight back kind of right There's you always felt a little underpowered in the silent hill games you know yeah um yeah that just, that game was so creepy just like walking around that hallway and and having just like looking behind you and then something happening in front of you yeah. and creep like just Peeking right. in a door. Oh my gosh. Well, even when it came out, even when PT came out, I watched gameplay of it because I didn't have a PS4. And like, yeah, I, I remember being, oh man, like this, that was going to be the system seller for me, right? Yeah. Once it came out. Wow. <laughs> well, I guess I had to wait for something. Resident Evil 2 <laughs> was right. the system seller for me. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the game that will never be. 
that's disappointing. Crazy. It it will <laughs> never be because I don't think Kojima's going to return to that. Yeah, I mean, at least we'll, not not with the Silent Hill moniker. No, no, man. All right, well, my number one. We've talked about it a little bit. It's on your list. Okay. It is the worst sixty dollars I've ever spent. Wow. And it is Mario Tennis Aces. Oh wow! Wow, <laughs> number one. Oh my god. It is number one for me. Wow. Because this game failed just monumentally oh, for me. So- I I spent the money. I heard, oh man, it's so technical. There's all this stuff you can do and like you can actually like control the ball in in these different ways and placement. Mm -hmm. And I had come from loving the N64 game. Right. Adoring the what was it? The Game Boy Game Game Boy Color game. That was my absolute favorite Mario Tennis because it had that story mode where you were like it was like an RPG. You were upgrading, you were buying things, and I heard that this game had that and I was excited because of that, but the gameplay just did not land for me. Yeah. I, I no, hated it. I just jumped into the campaign and I got like three levels in and just PD Piranha wow. beat I, me. And I was wow. like, I hate this game. <laughs> I, wow. Yeah. Like that's number one. And I bought it digitally. So it is oh. forever tied to my Nintendo mm. account. Oof. Haunting me. Welcome to your life as a PlayStation 5 owner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's that bad for me. It's number one on my list. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the boss fights were kind of neat. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, I they tried. Suck. The thought, let me rephrase that. The idea of having boss fights was a good one. The yeah, well, I'd rather have a, boss a fights. 2D Game Boy Color sequel. <laughs> Definitely. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so, Brian, my number one. I wanted to put our perennial number one, one two switch here. <laughs> <laughs> it's our number one for every list. But you but agreed I did. that that was the greatest game that you would It is, so. of course. Exactly. How? What kind of a monster would I be to put that as number one? <laughs> no, the most my, surprising game. I'm willing to bet that my number one is a game you've never heard of. Oh, I'm intrigued. Have you ever heard of the game Weapon Lord? No. <laughs> you made that up. No, I swear That's to not God. a real game. It's a real game, Brian. Is this like a, a Android like store game? Or? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a little something here. It's for okay. the Sega Genesis, okay? Oh, boy. It's for the Sega Genesis. And I will tell you why this game is my... First of all, I want to add a little context. I'm going to share my screen here, okay? Okay. You're, gonna, you're about to see the cover wow. art for weapon lord if you're at home uh listening to the podcast do yourself a favor google the cover art for weapon lord okay so there it is do you see it not yet but oh oh my god it's epic what is that that is like some freaky axe wielding spider monster fighting who looks like just a jacked dude like a mortal man he's got like some long he looks like kratos with the oh, only yeah, hair he has is a ponytail. Yeah, but look at the sword, right? How cool is that? This looks cool, right? That sword right? is cool. This it's got like a demon cool, in it. Right? This game yeah. looks really cool. Like, you know, I'm into like medieval fantasy and stuff. Right. And younger me was as well. And I see this game sitting on the shelf. And I also know it is the era of fighting games. Every fighting game was great. And right. people loved it. And this happened to be a fighting game. Uh-huh. So a friend and I... 
a childhood friend. We lived not too far from a video store. I'd say maybe a mile and a half, two mile walk, right? So we walked to this video store on a Friday and we are renting a game because we're hanging out with each other that night. We're going to have all weekend to play this game. We're finding the right game. And we see that cover. And it, like I said, finding games, right? It can't yeah. go wrong. Can't go wrong. <laughs> so we, we get this game. We walk all the way back with these expectations of how good Weapon Lord will be, right? This is based tr- only on the cover art, right? Yeah, but the back okay. also like had oh, okay. words on it. Wow. <laughs> words that made the game sound good. I, I need to see the back, too. I, I'm I not know. trying to... Yeah, yeah don't, I don't know what it up, but I'm, I'm going to do some research on it. So playing this game had... it's like the buttons didn't ever do the same thing the inputs were (laughs) off there was terrible controls input lag that sounds fun it was like you never know where you're gonna get this game was like you can't beat a single person because it just doesn't work how you think it's going to work and we were not novices to the video game culture like we had played video games before then we had beaten video games before then we had beaten greater games than weapon lord but we couldn't (laughs) do we couldn't play this game it was so broken we couldn't play it so imagine our disappointment here now we have all weekend stuck with this game so what do we do we walk back to that video store brian (gasps) with game in hand and we try to exchange it for another game. And this like older teenage kid behind the counter won't let us exchange it. He says, is the game broken? And we're like, no, it works fine, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I can't let you exchange it just because it sucks. I'm like, what's the harm? You got the other games on the shelf. Like, we got this game right here. Let us just exchange it. Some other poor sap will rent this one out. And he wouldn't let us do it. Right, that guy was so sure that you copied that game and we're going to sell it on the black market. I don't know. It wasn't. It was a different time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but but so this is all part of the disappointment that I'm conveying now, right? Yes. Here comes the cool part of the story. Uh-oh. About a few years after this, I got a job at that video store. Oh, okay. I did. And you know who came to work summers? <gasps> that same jerk except now he was in college and he was coming to work summers at the video store. And I told him, I said, dude, me rented weapon Lord and you wouldn't let us exchange it. And you're a jerk. And I got to tell him to his face. Wow. That's amazing. He was the, because of his actions, I had one of the worst video game playing weekends of my childhood life because of his actions and because of weapon Lord. This guy was peddling garbage, and he needs to be held responsible, and you got to let him know that. He was just the clerk at the counter. That's like, amazing. Come on, dude. Have a heart. You know, I would have let I, – if kids came back and they were like, this game's terrible, I'd be right. like, go pick another one out, kid. Yeah. You know? I like, mean, what's, what's it going to do to me? That probably happened before, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I have found the back cover of Weapon Lord. Oh. And I, I want to read a, a okay, few choice go. quotes here. Let's go. So I think I think I have to agree with you. That okay, this, this I haven't is... read it since I was like, <laughs> well, like twelve, dude. This this is it enticing. Sounded really cool at the time. Here we go. Okay. In big letters, <laughs> combat with a cutting edge. Whoa. And it, this, this dude's just holding that sword like nobody's business. Let the savagery begin. <laughs> Weapon-to-weapon collisions for unrivaled depth. You didn't find that in the game? You didn't find the, the unrivaled depth? No. 
Definitely okay. not. <laughs> All right. Well, surely you found this. Introducing death combos. The skillful way to decapitate, splatter, and eviscerate your opponent. It happened to us often. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I would have I would have also But doesn't that sound this cool game? to it like does. a preteen boy? Oh yeah. Yeah. It sure did. Man. Uh, I was like, move over, Mortal Kombat. We got weapon lord. <laughs> <laughs> that name is incredible. Oh. Uh, Published by Namco, man. It it had all the trappings of being potentially good. <laughs> the most disappointed game of my life. Wow. But you know, there were other factors, right? It's not all yeah. on Weapon Lord. <laughs> Is that jerk's fault? That's right. You know, I I I'm so tempted to tell you what his name was. Ah, <laughs> it was Brian. Oh no! It was. Oh, <laughs> his name man. was Brian. <laughs> was it with an I or a Y? I can't remember. I okay. can't remember how he spelled yeah. it. Man, what I a know. jerk! I know. <laughs> uh, if my friends listen to this podcast, you'd be getting a, crack, a laugh out of it. I don't know wow. if he listens though, but I hope you are <laughs> listening, Chris. There you go. This one's for you, buddy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Uh, maybe brian's listening too oh one can only hope because then i got to call him a jerk twice (laughs) did he did he remember that he did no he remembered oh wow and he kind of like laughed it off he was like (laughs) yeah i remember that and i'm like of course you do jeez yeah Yeah. man you should challenge him to weapon lord if you ever find him i bet i'd beat him i got practice (laughs) i got a weekend the whole weekend to practice jeez Oh, man. Uh, I think that'll do it for our lists then. That's it. That's it. Mario Tennis and Weapon Lord, the worst, <laughs> most disappointing games. <laughs> That's, I, I, it felt good to reminisce, though. Yeah. Simpler times, <laughs> you know, simpler times. Uh, well, we have a decision for our next week. We do. And uh, that is our top 10 most anticipated games. That is. That's what we're doing. Yep, and uh, these to have it. to be games that exist in yes. some form or another. They can't just be things that we want. Right, right. Uh, okay. The example I gave to Brian when we were discussing it is they have to be games that are known to be in development. Like, even a rumored game is acceptable, but we can't say, like, The Last of Us Part Three, Right. Since, like, nothing has ever been said about The Last of Us Part Three beyond, like, fan speculation after two. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then there are also games that are not out yet. Correct. Um, Correct. We said um, can't be anticipated so. to play just, you know, like, oh, just I, because you haven't played yeah, it yet. Right. I really wish I really want to play a Super Mario Galaxy 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll get your chance, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. But uh, this was fun. This was a good one. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Yeah, full of disappointment, just like 2020. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, don't forget to find us uh, on all your social medias. Some derivative of Listoff podcast on those sites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You'll find us. We're out there. We're in the world, man. <laughs> But we appre- as always, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for your time and have a good week. Bye. See ya.